Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another quarantine edition of the Corner Store Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Koval, and I hope you are well. I hope you're maintaining through all the nonsense uh, out there and staying safe, staying up. Uh, I'm certainly, uh, in these times, man, I am motivated by people who I see doing the work. And, uh, you know, in the building, in the corner store, we have a, a, a visionary, a community architect, a artist, uh, an organizer, a entrepreneur, someone who I'm, I'm really excited to hop into a conversation with from Trap House Chicago. We have Mashawn Ali. Sir, welcome to the Corner Store. Thank you, brother. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad you're doing this. I think it's needed. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be a guest. Yeah, man. So, so you know, let's hop in. I, 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 I want to I know about you, but I also want to know uh, if you can tell us, like, what is Trap House Chicago? Um, I, I, I enjoy showing people more than telling them, you know, um, walking them through the space, um, letting them see, letting them feel, and then answering questions. Um, but knowing that we can't do that right now. Um, so Trap House Chicago is a restorative justice-based streetwear brand and boutique. We are located on the south side of Chicago. We're in the Chatham community. Um, this is our second space. Um, we started off in Arvin Gresham, 79th and Aslan. Now we're on Cottage, uh, 79th and Cottage. Um, all of the merchandise that we make it, uh, is intended to spark dialogue. Um, it's intended to share ideas, um, ideas that, that challenge, ideas that um, inspire, motivate. Um, our mission is to spark a crime drought. Uh, a community-led crime drought, not from shifting the system, not from any system transformation, but community, individual and community transformation. Right, not top-down, but but from the people up, right? You feel me? Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, we are, are we, we seek to be a, a, a economic uh, stimulus locally, yeah. You know, we 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 are. I'm gonna say it as simple as possible. We, we want to run it up so that we can give it right back. You know, I don't want to say give it back, but circulate it. Run yes. it up and circulate it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, be res- be responsible with with our profits. Um, yeah. So yeah. so you so you said something just up top, and and this is on your website too, which is beautiful, by the way. And and uh, folks Thank should you. you know obviously go to the website, uh, which is just traphousechicago.com us um right that's that's where people can go online and then and then what, what what's also social so as we're talking people could could stay in tune what's what's the best socials for y'all ig trap house chicago right okay yeah um so you said something and, and again it's on the website but right so you are a restorative justice streetwear brand so i yes. I, I i'm interested in in both these spaces and how they come together so first take us through what do you mean by restorative justice so what I mean by restorative justice. So first, let me say that I have um, I got like ten years of restorative justice work. Again, restorative justice practitioner um, from classrooms to teaching teachers, teaching deans, um, doing some trainings with police officers, um, doing trainings with judges. You know, a lot of system work. Um, being in like that close proximity with the system. Um, I had the opportunity to really see that, like, 
people aren't really interested in transforming the system. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a some are, but those that are are the minority. It's, it's a lot of complacent, comfortable people that's their attention is elsewhere. Um, so what restorative justice looked like within the system was very watered down. It was just enough to appease people and not feel bad, but it wasn't enough to transform the experiences of black and brown folks in certain communities. Right. All right. So I stepped away. Um, I say all that to say that we, like how I define restorative justice, how we move here in alignment with restorative justice is not anything that resembles the system. All right. So for us, it is being in proper relationship with yourself first. Okay. Um, Almost restoring, self- restoring a justice for you, like within, like. Yes. Yeah. All right. That power is within. All right. When people say power to the people, like I, we view that as well, tap in. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like people, <clears throat> and I, I get that systems do exist with, that's full of bias and and a number of isms. Like hell yeah, that's a reality. And there's an additional reality that we are born per- that we are born powerful and we are permanently powerful. And restoring oneself to a proper perspective of yourself is where the power lies in, you know? So it's a quote that I love. It says that oppressed people, oppressed people believe the worst about themselves and people of color have been lied to, you know what I'm saying? For fucking ever. All right. And, and when we sit in circles, we call them dope dialogue. Sometimes it's peace circle. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever we talking to just to make it relatable. Um, we we create a space for people to reflect and have a dialogue with themselves just in the presence of other people all right it's not it's not the type of circles where it's like we're gonna create a space that's safe enough for me to tell you what's wrong with you we're gonna create a space that's safe enough for me to tell you what you need like hell no that's not how we get out or move um also restoring means you know, for, for us, is bringing our community back to the high point that it once was. 79th Street was an economic powerhouse nationally. And we have a project right now, Restore 79th, that we're going to be releasing very soon. Um, it's a campaign to reopen these stores that once existed. Um, not the exact same stores, but to put stores in these opportunity-rich, you know what I'm saying, buildings. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... Um, so, so that's so that's some of the restorative aspect of it, right? And mm-hmm. and so now I I kind of want to go into the streetwear side of things, and 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 before you talk about, because I, I, I do want to talk about what you all make, um, mm-hmm. but how did you first get into wanting to make fashion? Well, um, shit, growing up, you know what I'm saying? My mom and my you know my mom and my pops didn't have the money like that, so you know we was, you know. We was uh, Kmart shopping, which was cool, or you unique. We was uniquing it up, right? And before, yeah, before thrifting was something you want to do. Yeah, you know we was getting that dollar bag of toys, and hopefully, I could find me a Bulls T-shirt or something. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you know, you get that first job. You know what I'm saying? You gonna hit the mall, 
you know. Um, now, where where are you from? So I'm from the south suburbs, Markham, Harvey area. I oh, was yeah. born in Roseland. Yeah, born in Roseland. My um my father did what he felt was the right thing to do, which I'm grateful for, and moved us south. Um, we moved around a lot. You know, I wasn't in Markham. You know, what I'm saying forever, but we moved around the city a lot. Um, 19, I came. I went away to school, Alabama A&M. Came back, went to Columbia, and then moved into the city. Since then, started the business, and then um, yeah, working, working in the city. Um, living in the city, so okay, yeah. So, so, t- so to answer, yeah, yeah, please, to, to, please. To answer your question, you know, so just you know, you shopping, you wanted to look good. You know what I'm saying? Some years ago, you know, your sneakers about twelve different colors. Your tee got to be twelve different colors. You know, right? Um, so who who were you like? Because I that's I am curious about your own personal <laughs> sense of style and maturation, like how it's evolved over the year, like. In that time, like, what were you looking to? Were there brands that you were interested in? Were, like, how yeah. would you dress or, st- like, style yourself? All right, so Jeezy was busting, so you already know I was in some Evizels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> some Bathing Apes, you yeah. know, the Bapesters, you know, you find some all-white Bapesters, it was over with, you know. Um, my white my white tees was fitted, you know, I wasn't wearing the throwback, you know, throwbacks then, you know, I was, you know, a fitted white tee, you know, maybe a Von Dutch tee, okay. you know. Um, and then it was this one of my brothers from Columbia. He um, introduced me to this amazing store in West Loop. You remember uh, Self Conscious? Yeah, yeah. So I went to Self Conscious for the first time. Wow! And you know, I, I seen this instrumental T. Um, the day hip hop salute hype. You know the David and Goliath joint. And I pulled my little twenty five bucks out my pocket, thinking about the baddest T. And uh. You know, Cliff was like, man, 45. And at that moment, I was like, either I'm about to be the lamest motherfucker in this store <laughs> or I'm about to baddest bitch. And I bought it. And like, it, it wearing, so when I got the shirt, I didn't even look inside the neck at the tag. You know, I didn't look at the back of the shirt. I didn't look at the, all the, like the, the canvases. Each print on the shirt had so much meaning. It was like reading a book. Mm. You know, and like in that moment is when I was like, oh, this is so much more, you know, and then going back to the store to buy more merch and it was sold out. And then Drew Drew was there and I got a chance to meet Drew and talk to Chris and like meeting the owners, young black brothers, my peers. Um, Yeah, it hooked me. I was hooked. Since then, it was self-conscious, encore, leaders, you know. That was it for me. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's such it's such a one tight knit community in Chicago in terms of streetwear designers, in terms of you know designers, um, and such a talented crew of, of of designers. So, like along the way, have you? I mean, you mentioned those spaces. Have you been like? Have you gotten tips from those folks? You know, from from Corey is obviously like one of the you know Corey and Diego. I think of them as like OGs in this, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they, so folks have looked out for 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 you and supported your vision along the way. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Corey is the mentor. Diego is the mentor. Um, we're working on a, our second collaboration now, which I'm grateful for. The first one was 2017, was was amazing. Um, I shop with Drew. We shake hands. We talk. Um, 
you know, the relationships have been established just 10, 10 years ago, you know. So um, I see you know, I'm a tough critic as it comes like when it comes to streetwear. You know what I'm saying? Like it got to be authentic. Um, it has to represent a community um, and be real. You know, so, so so say more, say because I think like people have a misunderstanding then about what it is a little bit, right? Because when you say authentic and streetwear, you mean like it has to be actually in a community in part. Yeah, what's there, bro? Um, I think that sh- streetwear it is the uniform for a community. Mm. You know, like like I don't see it as. I see it as a, a, a closed community that is still inclusive. Because yeah. if you identify with this community, come get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come shop. You know, it's for the real and the authentic. I'm not, but like, it's not to be mass produced. Yes, right. It's very specific. Um, yeah, your, your, your intent, the intended clientele is, is meant to be very specific. Exactly. Yes. Yep. yep. And it's 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 it is it comes with a responsibility also. I feel like meeting Corey, you know wearing someone's merchandise that you have the opportunity to shake hands with and look them in their eyes and have a conversation. Like you are representing that person, you're not gonna be out here doing something. Huh. I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. I would not be moving in a particular way, knowing that I'm wearing an instrumental shirt, knowing that I'm wearing a leader shirt, you know, knowing that I'm wearing a fat tiger shirt. You know, um, I want to be responsible to the community. You know, so um, that's that's what my sense of fashion, you know, and my decision for for shopping shopping within streetwear communities you know what I'm saying that's where that comes from I love that and and, and, you know that speaks to so much of what Trap House Chicago is because you know and and people should go online I mean you guys make beautiful thought provoking very smart like you have to think about the the shirts that you all are producing right it's it's there's there's a message there's multiple meanings it's there's depth to even you know the simplicity of a few words on a t-shirt right like i'm thinking of um you know recently you guys put out these um uh and maybe maybe you could say support white supremacy tees Right now, right now, there's depth to this, right? I mean, uh, if you you can break down some of some of some of what what you mean by this, yeah. So that shirt is in the front of the store right now. I can walk you through maybe a little later. Um, We almost got our. We actually ain't gonna cap. There was people were staring through the window, wondering, you know, saying, "Fuck, what's going on?" That T-shirt, you know, exactly. Um, So the front of the shirt reads, "Support white supremacy." Big bold all cap red letters on the back of the shirt is a list of for-profit businesses that is damn near impossible to not consume from the common thread is that these businesses uh depend on prison labor we know that prison labor is you know pennies on the hour um and if those same responsibilities were you know paid a fair rate the profit margins wouldn't be the same right you know and slave labor slave labor yeah Boom. Yeah. We we equate exploiting prison labor to 
a period in time that was equivalent, if not worse, than enslavement, which is convict leasing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not my property, so fuck feeding you. You're not my property, so fuck you going to sleep. I'm about to work you because I leased you from from the state. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then all of our shirts have a bridge into the next concept. And it's like that is, then we get into the 13th Amendment. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. breaking that down that slavery ain't went no motherfucking where. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's get convicted. It's legal. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, convict leasing, you know, um, yeah, that's the support white supremacy shirt. Right. And then, you know, it's really about being an intentional consumer or building our own. You know what I'm saying? So, and or building our own, mm. you know. So, mm. yeah, that's the support white supremacy piece. Um, it could also be when somebody else sees it too. We, we we use our ears just as much as our mouth, you know. So, yeah, no, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's I, I, yeah, there are high concepts to what you do and, you know, it is, it's, I, I just, it's interesting. The the bridge, basically it's like, like you said, I mean, this, it, I like what you said about Drew's shirts, that it's like reading a book and, and your shirts are in a tradition, which is really in a kind of like um, a, a, a self-education uh, or each one teach one kind of like hip hop mentality is, is what it seems to, you know, it reminds me like, you know, you say something on record, you're like, damn, I have to, I have to learn more about what was just said. And the t-shirts are serving a similar, similar purpose. It feels like, um, exactly. but, but you said something too, that, that, you know, a, a responsibility to a community and, and trap house Chicago is not just, uh, a space to gather. And it's not just a space to, you know, buy the, these 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 items, right? You all are. I mean, you alluded to the the, the project of, of restoring some of the businesses on 79th Street. You're in the middle of this big campaign, feed 79th Street, uh, and a lot of other things. I'm wondering maybe if you could you could talk about some of the different campaigns you guys are working on. Okay, right on. So the feed 79th campaign. Um, what's my first name part in the campaign? The feed 79th service action um is uh as a <clears throat> when the store was closed down the grocery store at my house closed i didn't know i was getting no groceries from you know, i didn't have a car at the time you know what i'm saying so um a brother of ours someone in our network reached out to us and was like yo you want to partner with us to do um some grocery giveaways we said hell yeah let's do it um we shared it with our network and we got an overwhelming response to the point where we were able to establish donations um, every Saturday, 12 to 3. We give out groceries right in front of the store, um, groceries, um, children products, um, household products for men, for women. Um, we don't People don't have to sign up, no emails. You're not collecting no data. Um, you know, just come get your groceries. You know, we... Fresh produce, we put them in people's back seats, trunks. You know, it's to the point where people, where the community is anticipating it, um, and they come on down. And it's done with love. We get volunteers from the community. The brothers that be, you know what I'm saying, trapping right outside, come help us, you know. Um, and it's authentic love. We take some groceries home sometimes, you know. So um, it's been means of networking. Um, it's just been beautiful, you know. So that's the feed 79th Street. Um, crime drought. 
Uh, I wouldn't dare call that a campaign. That is a, a challenge. That is a call to action. That is for individuals. Um, the merchandise that we create, the events that we hold here, the content that we share with people who request it is to inspire and inform and coach people to live a crime-free life. Um, also knowing that crime is a perspective, you know, so like that's step one, let's shift the perspective. You ain't a criminal. You ain't never committed a crime, you know, um, and that that's permanent. Crime drought is permanent. Um, we already talked about the Restore 79th Street. We haven't released that yet. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's what we got going on. And, and of course you guys are also, you're, you're not only are you running these, these different programs, um, but you also have a space on, what, what's the address on 79th? 744 East 79th Street. We like literally like 20 feet away from cottage okay. you know, on 79th Street. Yeah. yeah. And so, so what has, what has this been in this time? I mean, are you guys, are you guys currently open? Are you guys closed? How have you been dealing with? We're just business right now. Yeah, we we're, we're open right now. I typically had this on my face. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can hear the music right now in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I the, the 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 family's up front. Um, I we can go up there in a second, but yeah, we we're wide open. We got our windows clean. You can see straight through. We we selling merch, designing new merch. Um. Everything that we're doing is, is as intimate as it can be. We are being responsible. Uh, we just did a uh, Black Shops event um, where we had some tables set up. Um, and it was women of color entrepreneurs that came in and set up their business. We allow people to you know cycle through, support, and head on out. You know, so um, we, just launched, we just released our August um, circles and dialogue schedules. Um, and that's going to be capped off at 10 people. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we, we're open for business until they tell us we can't. Um, you know, if it wasn't as serious as it was, we probably wouldn't listen. You know, but it is serious. So, you know, we're going to be in alignment with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, we haven't had any open mics like we, you know, like we used to do. The events that we know are going to pull out the, the community, we haven't done. You know, so, but um, yeah, we open. I'm grateful. Merchandise is moving. You know, the the brands expanding and building. So, yeah. So, so, in, is how do you think about a line then? Like, how do you? Th- I mean, I like. I, I wonder about your process, just as an artist, uh, in terms of conceiving from, you know, an idea to a design, having it on merch. You know, what like are you in that process always? Is it you know a few times a year? Do you work on like you know, how how does that how does that work for you from a creative standpoint? So this is um <clears throat> it's not new to me, and I'm learning that I need to be in a consistent design and production mode. You know, especially now that the store is really really doing numbers. Um. It's unfortunate the the events that took place that woke up our the 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 mass majority, you know. Um, but we've been printing the merch that we got out right now since 2016. 
know what I'm saying? Like the new merchandise is, is more so about spiritual alignment, having a spiritual foundation. You know, we just dropped the abundance collection and those sold out in like a week. I didn't even put them online. Yeah, um, I saw the, the, uh, the those hats. Yeah. The Yo, hats and oh my the God. Yeah. They're, uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, bro. Yeah, so like, man. I'm proud of the camo joints because it's like, it's a war to see ourselves who we are as divine individuals and beings. They want us to see us. They want us to see ourselves as broke, poor, impoverished, you know. And if we see ourselves as that, that's what we're going to manifest for ourselves, you know. And if we see ourselves as abundant, which is the truth of our, our being and our nature, it's going to reflect outwardly, you know. So, like, we did the camo to, to reflect the... The, the war, you know what I'm saying? Like the energy that you must bring to to holding tightly to, to proper perspectives because we're not oppressed, you know what I'm saying? If we believe the best about ourselves, the, the truth, you know? So, um, yeah, to answer your question fully, sketchbooks, notes on my phone, uh, my, my illustrator is always open, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm always in the space of designing. You know, ideas flow from conversations. And and so where do you look? How do you garner inspiration? Like, um, where, you know, how do those ideas merge together? Because they're, like I said, they're conceptual. And, and so they're coming, you know, they seem to be coming from multiple spaces. Um, do, are you, are you just observing what's happening in your community, in the world? Do you, you know, are you, are you scouring through different Look, other people's lookbooks, magazines. Do you know what I mean? Like, where are you seeking your your inspiration? Um, that's a great question. If I knew where my inspiration came from, I would go to it more. Um, I'm a teacher at heart, you know. So I see my students as whole and straight A, straight A students, even if that's not where they are. Um, or where we are. So oftentimes I'm printing where I am in the curriculum in a way that will be communicated effectively, you know. So that's that's one source of inspiration. Huh. But really responsibility. Um, um, Japanese print ads is raw to me, man. <laughs> yeah. That shit, it's just raw. Yeah. Um, Why? The colors. It's just so far away from how I think. I think black and white and clean typeface, you know. So I look at that as an extreme possibility and then come back to, like, come back to where I am, you know. Um, And I say this too, bro, like, having having the 2,500 square feet, I can show you a little bit. Having this space is like another canvas too. So like making this space something that is interactive, educational, inspiring has been just as much work as designing merchandise too. Yeah. You know, so I ain't never built no walls or laid carpet or, you know, hung decals and painted ceilings you know like um like retail design you know um so yeah and then 
other brands that like really inspire me. Um, Bodega, that's really a store. Yes. You know that that experience. You've been you, so you know Bodega. You know the door, man. I've, I've been I've been in Boston and LA. Come on, let's go. Know. Let's go. Easy. Yeah. You know, um, the Dover Street in New York, the Dover Street in LA. That's just a. It's like walking through a magazine, um, and that's so raw to me. Um, you know, and then. I try my best not to pull inspiration from like other brands, you know. Yeah. Um, and if I do feel inspiration, I'm gonna buy it, you know. So that's why I stay buying instrumental, you know. That's, right. That's definitely the big bro. Yeah. No. Shout out, Drew. Yeah. Good people. Good people. Yeah. Well, all right. So I, I have, I have, um, I really just have one more question, I guess, you know, and and it's really about. You know the the future of of trap house Chicago because you know you all are 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 you know you're building you've built a a community space um, you have all these different community programs uh, this is your this is you know this is your second location what what does the future look like for for you? We're in the works of um, another space and another community. Um, we're expecting that to be fall this year. We're excited about that. Um, creating more content. Um, I want to give away all of the wisdom and insight and experience that I have around restorative justice. I could be out here taxing and charging people. Um, and I may as an independent consultant. But for the brand, I want it to live free on our website. Um being a platform for recording artists, visual artists, just other artists. Um, more more merch drops. Um, yeah, and, and then really, really giving other love-based people an opportunity to make in the moment, like direct impact, like the the, the restore 79th Street concept is going to be, you know, this is the business we're about to open. Here's the merchandise for this business. When we sell this, when we hit this benchmark, this business will open. You know, we, we will be able to make two new entrepreneurs and then this business will employ four more people, you know, and this is business two of this network. And all you got to do, your, your allyship, you shop in solidarity. You know what I'm saying? Like, wear, wear your, wear it. You know, it's just, just using the merchandise means it's fundraising to reopen stores on 79th Street, bro. So that that's what the future looks like. Um, from a bowling alley to a juice bar, to a bar and grill, to a flower shop, to a bookstore, to another, to another boutique potentially you know so we've been talking to the people that come in you know um we support some of the community members you know what I'm saying? um you know and there's other things that they want to sell you know and we talk about that um and because we talk about it and have the relationships i'm assuming the responsibility 
to help bring their dream to life. You know what I'm saying? So they can switch up how they how they provide for their family. If you feel what I'm, you hear yes. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's that's the that's the real vision, and we are a source of inspiration. You know, we it's you know what I'm young black men in here, young black women coming here. You know, you know the community comes from other neighborhoods. So like, ain't no other stores that look like ours right now in this from 79th Street to Evans. You know, so like we are definitely a, a shining light, and we know we not the only people who have this desire and vision. You know, so that's that's what's next, bro. Replicating, um, expanding. You know, adding more zeros. You know, you know more some commas. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Well, it's it's powerful, man. It's it's. I really I really appreciate the conversation. Remind us uh, where folks can go to uh, support, and also where folks can go to be in tune with all of what you guys are doing. All right, right on. So the website traphousechicago.us. Um, our Instagram is traphousechicago. Uh, if you want to actually come down and touch the walls, you know, saying contribute to the walls, see the space. Uh, 79th and Cottage is 744 East 79th Street. Um, we are here every day except for Mondays, 1 o'clock to 9, uh, 1 to 10 on Fridays and Saturdays. You know, come kick it. Um, yeah, is my background real loud, bro? Uh, it's not too bad. I, I, we're, we're catching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, especially right now, it's good. It was There was a moment where I'm like, oh, wow, they're really, they're really getting it in. Uh, yeah, my bad. No, 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 all good, all good. You even know it's been clear. Um, and yo, Mashan Ali, fam, I, I really appreciate the conversation, the insight, and and you know, absolutely the work. Um, thank you, uh, and and you know, look forward to supporting and and keeping in tune with all of what you and Trap House Chicago are doing. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, brother. Shout out our super producer, DJ Cashera. Big up boss man, Todd Manley. Thank you to our official corner store photog, Mercedes Zapata. Salutes to the snack door, Max. Also, please, y'all, follow our Instagram. It's corner underscore pod on IG, on Twitter. Tell us who you want to see in the corner store. And also, please consider dropping a couple of dollars into our Patreon account. It's patreon.com corner store underscore pod. The corner store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.